0: Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey
3: guys, and welcome to Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm Josh Horowitz. I talk to celebrities because I have no other discernible skills. And this is Sammy. Hi, Sammy. Here we are, Sammy.
2: This is this is so, I don't even. I'm speechless.
3: There's a lot going on, there's guys. There's so much happening. You might not be able to tell, or you can probably tell, because there are already some differences yes. if you've listened to the podcast before. Uh, well, first of all, uh, give us a sense. What's on the agenda this week? What's our what's our what's on the menu well, this week, Sammy? This week,
2: first of all, there's some exciting announcements to make. Yes, for sure. Uh, there's going to be a little. You just got back from TIFF, like. Within the last five hours. You sound
3: so sophisticated calling it TIFF. That's the Toronto International Film Festival. For those <laughs> not in the know, that. <laughs> we've got a discerning it's, audience. They know.
2: They know. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get into your. Guests, all the people you kidnapped and made talk to you. <laughs> That's my over. secret of getting guests on
3: Happy Second Fuse, in yes. case you didn't know. It's a, it's a burlap sack I just yeah. throw over people.
2: All the people you forced.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have not one, not two, three guests this Thrice week.
2: Thrice the fun. On
3: Happy Second Fuse. Yeah, so first of all, there are some changes to the podcast. Nothing too crazy. Calm down, guys. It's okay. It's the same Happy Second Fuse you know and love. But as you might have heard, We've got new music. We've got uh, new artwork, mm-hmm. if you're uh, looking at your iTunes account, um, and hopefully we sound a little better. Yeah. Because and
2: you're, we've got new hosts, too.
3: No. <laughs> I'm Jack Horowitz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your name now?
2: Uh, Shammy (laughs) God
3: almighty Um, No, but we're part of the MTV podcast network Which is very exciting Um, I've been at MTV for a while now, of course And only in recent months has MTV um, Put together this great podcast network There's some really cool, exciting new shows And uh, I'm so thrilled to bring Happy Second Fuse to uh, My my work home officially So um, the podcast is just Going to get bigger and better We're going to try different formats Bring in more guests, maybe do some phoners Um, And hopefully we're just going to, you know, make you that much happier week to week. Right, Sammy?
2: Yeah. You feel good? Yeah. It's just going to be called happy from now on. (laughs) The sad and confused part of this is going away. (laughs)
0: It's good. It's good.
3: Um, But as always, we need your help. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. Spread the good word. And, of course, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Joshua Horowitz, and let me know um, what guests you want to hear, what different kind of changes you want to hear to the podcast, because... Yes, I'm listening to you guys. Um, But yes, as you said at the outset, a lot to cover. Uh, I just got back from the Toronto Film Festival, which was...
0: Okay, we (laughs) get it. You know
3: what you're talking about. So yeah, so this was a lot of fun. I'll keep it brief because I could talk about this for hours because I saw... You know how many movies I saw? How many? I saw 21 movies.
2: Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so 21, That's insane. <laughs> I know. How many a day on average is that? Okay.
3: Well, to be fair, I think I saw 15 or 16 while I was there. I saw a few before I got there. Okay. <laughs>
2: So okay, did I cheat okay, a little okay. bit? Yes. Still,
3: it's still, It's still at two or three a day. <laughs>
2: am I a cheater? Yes.
3: <laughs> and also, to be fair, some people that go there will go and see like four or five a day. I was like being semi-humane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's intense. It's great, though. It's, Are
2: you like emotionally exhausted?
3: I am because um, a lot of the films this year were... Um, Provoke tears and as you know i have no tear ducts or emotions and it's
2: so did your body just not <laughs> yeah. know what to
3: do start sweating
2: yeah start making weird like <laughs> uh,
3: yes that was the sound that came out um no it was a, a really good lineup of films uh TIFF, Toronto, tends to um, set off the Oscar season, and this year was no different. I saw a lot of really good movies uh, that you'll hear me talk about in months ahead as we probably get some guests from these these films um, on the show. Um, I have a couple I do want to mention. Um, I'm in love with a movie called The Monster Calls, uh, which I've seen twice actually. I saw it once in New York before I got there, and then I saw it there. Um, and it's a, a beautiful... I'm mean, talk about a tearjerker. It stars Felicity Jones. and Sigourney Weaver. Um, it's based on a children's book, and it's a I don't want to say too much about it. It doesn't open till December, but you can look at the trailer online. I was cry- – I don't think I've ever cried this much in a movie. Oh,
2: my god.
3: I know. It was intense. Both times?
2: Yeah. Whoa.
3: And it was like – okay, here's how I describe it to other people. So I saw it. I, was, I got the privilege of being at the premiere, which uh-huh. is great. It was like 2,000 people, beautiful theater. And it wasn't just me crying. It was like 2,000 people. They weren't just crying. It was like they were stifling tears. There was oh like, you know God. you know that feeling when people are trying to stop themselves from crying? Yes. So what would happen is every like 10 minutes, you would hear somebody involuntarily let out a sound, something like, <laughs> oh my God. like they couldn't hold it in anymore. It was,
2: it Did was Did you amazing. all walk out of the theater just like holding hands with each other? Yeah, like you've all lights... just been through such a moment together?
3: Totally. <laughs> you, the lights went up and you looked at each other and everyone was like,
2: are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> oh are okay?
3: Yeah. It's a lot.
2: Then the second time, too? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's great. So, okay, I'll talk about it. It's great. (laughs) Okay, so I really did love it, and I'm going to talk about it to death the next few months, so uh, I won't say too much more. Uh, Also great, Manchester by the Sea, another tearjerker. A really weird movie that's amazing called Colossal with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis Arrival which is the new sci-fi movie with Mm -hmm. Amy Adams Um, Moonlight which is the small film Um, again I'll I'll talk about it soon because it's going to get a lot of awards attention and most maybe importantly for this week's podcast uh, is La La Land (gasps) so La La Land is is, uh, a great musical starring our first guest on this week's show which is Emma Stone Uh, Emma Stone I mean come on
2: Emma Stone
3: she's amazing in this she is it's it's kind of weird to talk about an Oscar frontrunner this early in the season but everybody agrees she is the frontrunner right now for best actress
2: wow
3: yeah um, so La, La Land is a big musical, her and Ryan Gosling. And it's kind of um, an homage to, mu- to musicals of old. And uh, Emma is amazing in it. it really, it's, it's a beautiful I movie. I can't wait. Yeah, everybody fell in love with it. And uh, I don't want to say much more except to say um, after Emma, you're going to hear two more interviews. Uh, you're going to hear the stars of a new movie called The, Ex- the Exception, which actually doesn't even have distribution yet. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, it's a thriller. And it stars Lily James. Uh, of Cinderella fame and Downton Abbey and Jai Courtney. So we'll talk about them in a little bit. They're they're coming up a little bit later in the podcast. But first up um, is somebody that like everybody loves. And I I mean, I truly uh, adore Emma Stone for a number of reasons, Uh, her talent, but also she's truly down to earth. She's always been remarkably um, just awesome to talk to and like so normal for somebody of her stature. Um, and you'll you'll be able to tell that from this uh, 20 minute chat uh, catch up with her as, as we enter the conversation, you're gonna hear us annoyingly laughing about something that uh, that we were looking at on Snapchat.
2: Oh, uh, what was it? I
3: can't say she didn't want she didn't want to say what it was. So oh my I know God. it's really obnoxious to say, but I want to give you context for what you're hearing. I'll tell you off uh, off air.
2: Okay, and if, then I'll tweet it. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just
3: kidding. Um, so, okay, coming up a little later uh, Lily James, Jai Courtney, but for now, enjoy the star of La La Land, uh, the one and only Emma Stone. Emma Stone! <laughs> Or we'll have to talk about what we were just talking about, Emma. Do you, wanna, do do you want to reveal do to the world you, what you're obsessed no. with? No, okay, we won't. No, talk that's about just
1: that. you and me. Okay,
3: that's, so our, you, private, that's our private joke. <laughs> that's our thing. If you that's guys can thing. figure out what we're actually talking about, email me. <laughs> um, we're gonna be podcasting. You ready to be podcasting? I'm ready. I'm so excited. You've been podcasted before,
1: yeah, but not really like for, for reals in, in an interview
3: setting. This is, this is not an interview, this is just, this is just too dudes there's just two bros hanging out <laughs> welcome to the bro what's hang got, with Emma Stone because <laughs> if any guy just exudes bro it's me <laughs> if
1: there's one bro in the world it's you yeah. followed by me yeah exactly
3: <laughs> <laughs> um what should we talk about so I'm on, I'm on day six of my festival I know you've been here for a while so like I'm semi-coherent so I apologize in advance
1: I'm the exact same way I'm I'm doing? on day four and
3: um and you did Venice but prior so you've been in until uh, you ride right Crazy.
1: Are you recording this? I am recording. It's all being recorded.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is not just for me. It doesn't matter. I didn't
1: know if we were just talking. (laughs) No,
3: there's no difference. Um, Um, If you have, you have to start start listening to the podcast and you'll see that this is basically me at my most professional best.
1: Incredible. Okay. Um, I'm getting into it.
3: If you could host your own podcast, what would you be, what could you host a podcast in?
1: I've thought about that because I listen to so many podcasts in the car on my way to rehearsal for la la land right because it was an hour each way there and back so i got so into podcasts that's interesting you weren't doing music uh, i did a little bit of music but then after a while it was kind of like i only listened to the same songs over and over and i was like i have to keep engaged so i can drive right and podcasts really keep you engaged
3: no i do i'm like the weirdo like at at the gym that actually is listening to like mark maron talk oh my
1: god (laughs) mark maron what a game changer great that was so much fun to start listening to those yeah yeah, I so, love death, sex, and money. I'm so, just shouting out other podcasts. Hey, everyone's podcast.
3: It's interesting that uh, she's not showing up. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, so, now wh- I will. Be. Now you will. Wait. Okay, so, so, but yeah, do you feel like you're an expert in anything that you could talk at, at length about for every week for like an hour? Like, what could you? What could the Emma Stone podcast be?
1: My problem is, is that like I the the one thing I'm pretty well two things that I feel like I have a a, a standing knowledge about mm. are. Um, gramat- like editing and grammatical,
3: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> some form of audio. copy editing. Okay,
1: and uh, which is going to be fascinating. Really? No and I'm I'm pretty good at you know like the pink, the pink triangle and Trivial Pursuit. Okay, so yeah, pop yeah, yeah, culture yeah. stuff. I, I'm pretty okay with pop culture stuff, but I only know a little bit about a lot. Right. So yeah. I don't think I could talk at length in an in an like an expert setting, but I could weigh in on, on pop culture information. Do you feel like
3: you, you you keep current? Are you able to keep current? Are you overwhelmed by the I try the to ons- keep
1: current but I also like I like all the decades of, of- <laughs> Of entertainment knowledge.
3: Okay, okay. What was your yeah. sweet spot? What what's the year that you're you are the expert in? I guess it's like when all of us are like what like twelve or thirteen or fourteen.
1: Yeah, right? it's like Something the like it's the nineties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wait, I mean when you if you looked at a bunch of icons from the nineties, would you be you'd be an expert in all of those?
3: Yeah. Things. Well I'm I'm older than you, so probably even the eighties. Yeah,
1: you're sixty-eight years <laughs> old? How old are you? I'm ninety three. <laughs> you're
3: ninety-three. You look four, great. I turned forty this year, Emma. You How did? sad is that? No oh, way. That's yeah, horrible. I did
1: think that you were we're about 29.
3: Thank you. That's very sweet. You
1: look about 29.
3: Um it's cuz we grew up together. We've been talking for years. I know. Okay. So, um I, I'm of course uh, at the same exact level when you met me and you are now ruling the planet. <laughs> it's, it's really depressing. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
3: That's what I was just trying to say. So, let's talk okay so um you know I watched I, last time I saw you earlier this week I hadn't seen the movie. Uh, it's amazing. It's, Aww. it's, it's beautiful. It's touching. It's, it hits all the spots. You know, my wife was in town. She came basically just to see Lawland, Land and she mm. loved it. So, Yay. um, yeah. The, I mean, and you're hearing this, I know from a lot of people, but I guess, so are you good at taking compliments? Like, are you good at like receiving? Cause right now there's like a lot of love com- coming at you and the film. Like, is that, are you the kind of person that is predisposed to kind of like question it and like look for, wait, like, what's your criticism? Or can you kind of like actually say, oh, thank you. And that, that feels good.
1: I, I'm trying to, to be better about that over the past couple of years because I, someone kind of took me aside a couple of years ago and was like, it's it's mean when you deflect a <laughs> <laughs> I, um I used to be so terrible at it that it was like, it would borderline mean like yeah. if someone says something nice to you and you're a jerk back well, what would your response be it would just be like oh whatever oh all right uh-huh enough <laughs> yeah i bet nice sarcasm just <laughs> you like know? throw up on just the table projecting in front of them. all over them back <laughs> with your own insecurity and um i mean what's what's been fun about this movie is that people sp- seem to be responding to the to the feeling of the movie yeah. so that's that's a really nice um a nice feeling that it has a sort of joyousness to it that, definitely, I think I think people are are responding well to. So that I mean, with this, it's been I've just been like, I'm glad Except it makes people
3: death. happy. Yeah. Right? Damn no, it. and it's also like a movie that I mean I think it's going to hit hit for all different audiences. I think, but especially like for me as just like a film lover and like I mean for me like it, it recalled. I'm not even talking about the stuff, like, way back when that probably Damien was referencing. But, like, I think in re- relatively recent years, like, I w- always had a soft spot for Everyone Says I Love You, the Woody Allen a musical he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the, the Coppola film he did. He, like, basically bankrupted his studio with the One from the Heart.
1: I know the whole story behind it, but I've never seen One it's from the It's a good heart. movie. It's just, like,
3: um, it, he was no, going I've for something really interesting and special, and it was... It was it was bold. Um, I mean, were you guys referencing, did Damien give you kind of like reference materials? Was that helpful or he, was it?
1: Damien was very inspired by Jack Demy. So yeah. we watched Umbrellas of Cherbourg mm-hmm. and um, Young Girls of Rochefort. And he, he, I mean, also we were watching Singing in the Rain and Fred and Ginger stuff sure. like Top Hat. Um, because there's a little bit of energy to Ginger that I I really liked that mm-hmm. some of the women in some of those movies were a little softer and I love that Ginger has that kind of sass to her. Yeah. So that was fun to, uh, to see, but yeah, I mean, I think he really, his biggest inspirations are definitely come from yeah. French, French, he calls them the French answer to American musicals. Nice. Okay. Wow.
3: <laughs> Classy. Wow. He went to Harvard. <laughs> And he's like 14 years old. It's so upsetting. I have a GED. (laughs) But you're good with the pink uh, triangle. But I am good at the pink triangle part of Trivial Pursuit. None of the others mind you. So I got that
1: going for me, which is nice.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, it's a movie that it's about a lot of things. It's about like, you know, um, dreams are referenced like what we all kind of like, you know, whether that's romantic dreams or dreams of what you want to do with your life in terms of work and passion. Um, I mean, it seems to me and talking to you over the years like this is kind of this was the dream in a way. Right. I mean, does it feel like, um, what, like what happens? It's it's like a. It's like that line in broadcast news, like what happens when your like life exceeds your dreams, you know, or something. Like keep yeah. it to yourself. But yeah. like it, it, that must be kind of like an experience that you're kind of going through in recent years, where like you kind of who could dream for about the career that you, frankly, currently have. So yeah, like it's how pretty do you,
1: wild. It's it, it. I I think um the coolest thing lately has been I've had like a little bit of time to sort of step. I haven't worked in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been really nice because I've been like, wow, this has been such a special, like with Cabaret and then, and then La La Land, it's just been, I mean, it's, you know, two musicals, but in such a different way. And it's yeah. been, and those, what I loved doing when I was a kid, I did musical theater right. and comedy and, and it's just been like, yeah, it's been an incredible time and I've been reflecting on it lately. I just feel, you know. I feel very Hashtag blessed I got, I got a lot of Gratitude happening So are you I got an attitude of gratitude <laughs> Josh, An attitude of gratitude
3: um, Did you Were you Like were you going up For musicals prior to this Like were you even entertaining no. that idea
1: No because I've I've um My voice is uh Probably not my strongest suit The nice thing about this movie Is that I, The idea it, it, it is a musical But it's sort of a i guess a different type of musical in the sense that it's not meant to be sung uh perfectly and flawlessly so this had a different uh element to it than most musicals i think that i was auditioning for as a kid or that the kind of you know broadway shows i wanted to do sure um which cabaret had a similar element to the the way the character was meant to sing but um yeah no musicals i i think i kind of stopped Stopped hoping to do musicals at a point because I was, you know, it's uh, my my
3: voice is cut out differently than traditional musicals. So coming off of cabaret, did it feel like, and this just hit at the right time and the right, and then because of the nature of the material, as you were just discussing, like, oh, this is a way for me to do it. I I, I can do this, and it and and Damien's obviously. I mean, Whiplash was 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 so impressive. Like, yeah, yeah I have to go for this.
1: Yeah, it there was something kind of it it the, the timing was really yeah kind of. Amazing in that
3: way I, what I think what's also cool about this film and I'm, i feel like I'm already experiencing this Just talking to other people that have seen it and I'm sure you're gonna see this too Is that like it's the kind of film? I think people are gonna obsess over and want to see over and over again like I I haven't um I feel like the, <laughs> It's a weird like double feature, but like the last film like I felt this way about was Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I saw like seven times in theaters. Wow. Like, mm. Um but like there is something like the it's a film that I think lends itself. There's a richness to it and, and you just also want to just go on that journey again. Like you yeah. wanna like experience it. Um like what are what are those movies for you that you kind of like always keep coming back to and being like, I just wanna I wanna live with those characters for two more hours?
1: Uh the jerk. <laughs> 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 That's a big one. Says something about you. <laughs> Have y- yes, it is. Um, Help, the Beatles movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love watching that movie. Um, Beetlejuice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I saw Titanic seven and a half times in theaters. Yeah, I saw it
3: way too many for how that old I was. I, although was, I was judged it was, by people. It was like in
1: theaters, I don't know, forever for like almost a year. I yeah. mean, nine months or something. So that was, I, um, I loved to see, no, I was nine years old. Yeah. I saw Titanic seven times at nine years old. I was old. like,
3: I was like 16 though. And a 16 year old dude watching Titanic like 10 yeah, times. But you're adorable. I just... <laughs> wasn't then. That's an trust adorable me. quality. <laughs> um, I'll show you photos. I was not. It's
1: so, no, I, I definitely, that was the last movie that I remember seeing like that many times
3: yeah. um, in theaters. So what have you been doing lately? Then you said you've kind of had some downtime. What have you been? I've taking been me I, time.
1: I traveled, <laughs> taking a little me time. Uh, <laughs> what is me time. Uh, no, I, tra- I traveled a little bit with my friends,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I've just been sort of like just hanging out with my with my family and and, and friends and stuff. Because I did cabaret was about six months. Wall right. La, La Land ended up being about six months with rehearsal. And then I did Battle of the Sexes and right. learned to tennis and did all this stuff. And it was so amazing. But then it was you know. A good 18 months. So in, all in, told. in
3: your, in your me time, have you finally taken time to watch game of Thrones or are you still convinced it doesn't, uh, <clears> it's <throat> not real? All right. Cause I've never watched game of Thrones.
1: All right. Here's what happened. Okay. You, you've never watched it. I've never watched it, which is bizarre. I, mean, I now know that it is in fact a show. <laughs> okay, guys, guys, it guys, it you is really <laughs> happening. I have an announcement <laughs> to make you guys game of Thrones actually is a show on TV. It, okay. So I started watching it. Um, uh, I was in a hotel room and I have the HBO go, go thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I started watching it in the dark in a hotel room, the first episode. Right. And if anyone's seen the first episode, there is this very eerie situation that happens in the middle of like a, it's a very snowy area. Okay. And I convinced myself that someone was about to pop up and behead someone because I've heard that there are beheadings. And I got so freaked out without seeing anything that I was like, nope, and closed the laptop. <laughs> and that has been my only experience oh. with Game of Thrones so far. Okay. But I'm getting there. I did begin That's, the first episode. Yeah, I think uh, I was just a little scared of the violence. Right, right.
3: I think that from what I, I gather, I there's hard, more to come. There's, there's I, but I gather, <laughs> there's a lot more that happens. Weddings, but this. they're not good weddings, from what I gather.
1: Main characters just die. Right, mercilessly. And, and I think
3: heads are severed from bodies. So just, yes. I want you to just know what you're getting I, into. No,
1: that, it, it sounds like something that is going to be hard for me to stomach. But it, um, but it sounds fascinating.
3: So what are what are you? What is the last thing that you kind of? Uh, Fell in love with in terms of TV film or or in the pink uh, triangle of started life.
1: watching The Affair. Oh, yeah,
3: I haven't watched that, I've heard it's good, it's yeah. very good. Yeah,
1: and um, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. I mean, I always watch New Girl, right? I love watching New Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I uh, I mean, my my main, my main squeeze is Anthony Bourdain. So I don't know if you yeah. knew that. Um, I didn't know that. So, no reservations has always been a, a classic one. Why don't one you go mine on like one of these CNN exotic trips and,
3: with him? Why don't you go to like.
1: I mean, are you inviting me to go along? Yes, I, on, behalf I, of Mr. Would, are, on behalf of Mr. Bourdain. <laughs> are, are you his spokesperson? <laughs> new, I'd okay. love to. That
3: I'll would have, be great. Where would yeah. you all have to go with him?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I necessarily am as adventurous as he is in terms of like. You know, drinking the blood of
3: things. Um, yet yeah, he always puts like judo into his journey too. Like, he you know, just like, <laughs> he
1: goes and he just I just think he's he's the, the greatest. He yeah. really is. He really is. And those
3: actually those shows like there's like I mean I know he like kind of tries to mimic different filmmaker styles in each episode. It's actually really well done. It's very well done in the narration. It's just I love it. Um, when's the? Do you still get mistaken for other Emmas or other people at this point in your life? Well,
1: lately. This has been fun. This has happened twice in the last year. People, oh yeah, no, I walked through the lobby yesterday, and this girl goes, "Emma Thompson." No, <laughs> I
0: Thompson.
3: Like, I was gonna. Say.
1: I was like, "That is a very different Emma," <laughs> and I am very disappointing right now because Emma Thompson,
3: <laughs> it, with all due respect, with all due is respect, a different age bracket
1: is the greatest Emma of all the Emmas. Love but, you and
3: sense and sensibility. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. She really is the. She takes the cake. She's but. The best. Um, I uh, no in the over twice over the past year. I've I've had two. This has happened This was really strange. People have gone. Oh my god,
0: Rachel McAdams.
1: <laughs> I was like, this has happened twice. I was like, first of all, I look nothing like Rachel right. McAdams. I'm not sure how they're. It's the nicest confusion. It's wonderful. Um, but yeah, that that's maybe been it's a the Gosling one. thing. The Gosling association. It could be. It could be. Yeah, yeah they're like. Yeah, it could be that.
3: You know, I still need to enlist you to smooth things over with Ryan. I think I told you this once. I think think he associates me with Hey Girl because I did the Hey Girl stuff with him like five years ago. Oh, you had him read it. Yeah. Yes. And that's what helped it kind of went insane, which and I know is he a horrible headache. He won't speak to you? I, I see him on carpets and he, it's cordial, it's fun, but I feel, I feel like there's baggage there and I just did, I didn't mean it. Just, tell, just do me a favor, just tell him I didn't mean
1: I it. don't think it has anything to do with you. I'm sure it doesn't. No, it does. I'm sure
3: it does. I'm actually, I'm actually virtually certain it does.
1: No. <laughs> it's okay. It's all no. good.
3: No. There must be, do you have like a kill list of people you'll never talk to again? Have you been wronged by the press? Um...
1: I no, but I I learned um, meanings of of on the record and off the record. Yeah, that's that's the what's scariest for me are print interviews. Yeah, you know print interviews. Those are interviews that you do for print right. publications. If, and Emma it, if, is so
3: busy she combines words together. So she print
1: interviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I enjoy a pun. Right. So uh, I I think that that's that's one of the the funny. The the weirdly the scariest ones for me is that, you know, you sit and you think you're it's kind of like how I was like, are we recording or not? You sometimes when you're sitting yeah. you're in a print interview, you sit with someone all day yeah. and you talk and it's very friendly and and then you forget that certain things are on or off the record and then things are printed that's what gets me more scared than anything right well it's like clickbaity stuff right saying a line out of context that could turn into something horrible
3: well and you'll we have to you know on this podcast all we do is a- after the fact we just edit in a lot of racial expletives and oh. epithets oh fantastic just like a, great that's what I,
1: I was going to actually request that yeah.
3: but. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Okey dokey. <laughs> so, um, I'm very excited that that you've you're done with uh, the Billie Jean King story. That's a fascinating story about all the sexes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and she's an inspiring, amazing figure.
1: She's unbelievable. How's your- I'm um. I'm very, I'm really excited about that one. And, and it was also probably the most daunting thing I've ever.
3: Really? Well, cause you have to sell just the physicality. That's the one physicality, aspect. The physicality.
1: Yeah. But I would say about 85% of the movie has nothing to do with, I mean, it has a, so much to do with tennis, of course, because that was the, you know, that's the great, the great, the thing that she was the most incredible at physically, but sure. emotionally there was so much happening at that same time. And, um, it was just really it was really something to, to play her.
3: So what's a, do you have any time in this fall season which you're gonna be making the rounds, obviously, on behalf of La, La Land a lot. Or are you gonna be working soon? Do you know what the next gig is at this point? Or the,
1: the next thing is in the um spring. Mm-hmm. The next thing I know of is in the spring. Um with Yorgos Lanthimos. and with the, the oh, lobster. Yeah, the lobster's crazy yeah, amazing. Dog tooth. Yeah. Um so so we'll see. Yeah, that's coming up. You actually did like
3: the hand like
1: I did the uh how that do you called? explain. That? Yeah, we
3: we're never gonna be able to she she made an interesting gesture. <laughs> Nothing bad. It was just I don't know, it had it had verve and pep. <laughs> <laughs> um it really is impossible to explain it's kind of like when like the Popeye move yeah she did the Popeye move she <laughs> opened a can of spinach and said arr, arr, that's pirate um Emma this is the stupidest conversation we always have dumb conversations but it's always good to see you it's always good to um see you. next time uh, the, I'll have you know I, this is the podcast is usually like it's a, it's a long one where we try to make people cry so because we're at festival rules where this is a this is an amuse-bouche one one of these days oh. we'll have you really sit down and do Mark Maron style like sadness with me and do go you, deep do you really do that you do full hours i do like 45 minutes generally
1: oh i'm well i'm sorry that we didn't oh, get to go it. deep this stop time it. we were just describing the pop arm move. there is
3: no depth to either of us let's be honest <laughs> we, are, we are all surface <laughs> exactly i
1: only know the pink triangle and trivial pursuit <laughs>
3: um, in all earnestness congratulations on all land. i Thank love this movie so and uh everybody has to check it out uh come december i'm sorry you guys have to wait but it's coming soon uh, it's it's coming soon. All good things come to those who wait. What's
1: wild is that that is going to come up really, and then this year will be over. Like that. It's you been guys, up. 2016, it's time to be over. Am I right? <laughs> Seriously, we need <laughs> to all get, right let's, now. Let's, let's let's get out of this year. <laughs> let's pray for the election. <laughs> and 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 let's pray for the election, and let's get move. out of here.
3: Uh, good to see you, buddy. It's good to see you. Thank you. <laughs> Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security
2: Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you're 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI.
3: Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. So that was Emma Stone, La La Land Hits Theaters, December 2nd. I apologize, guys. you got a couple months to wait for La La Land, but it will be worth the wait. You're going to be there, right, Sammy? I
2: can't wait. Yeah. I'm, like, very excited about this.
3: You should be. Um, Next up on Happy Second Fuse is a newcomer to the show. Um, someone who was delightful. Lily James is best known, of course, for Cinderella and Downton Abbey. Um, she is positively delightful. She's on, like, every billboard right now. I don't know if you've noticed, like, in Manhattan, I've seen a lot of, like, the the Burberry, um, like, perfume ads. That
2: is her. That's her. She's. Oh. Every, we talk
3: about that a little bit. Um, and she's starring in a new film that screened at Toronto called The Exception. So this is, like, a, um, it's basically a thriller set uh, at the onset of World War II, and she's a spy, and Jai Courtney's, like, uh, a German soldier and it's uh, got Christopher Plummer and it's a really well done film. I, I really enjoyed it in a weird way. It was like, it's weird to say like a Nazi thriller is a palate cleanser of a movie, but at Toronto, it kind of is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was different. I'll, I'll put it that way. And, um, and I really enjoy talking to Lily. She's uh she's somebody that hopefully we'll get back in uh, for a longer conversation. At some point, you're going to hear her talk about uh, this film and, uh, and why she's a cat lady and uh,
2: interesting
3: and, and, and what she's done to her voice. Uh, thanks to alcohol over the years. She's very candid.
2: Oh, I love that. This is an important <laughs> chat. <Yeah. laughs>
3: this is one for the ages. Uh, enjoy Lily James. You're being podcasted. Do you feel the magic? Do you feel that you're being podcasted? Oh, yeah, I can right? feel it. It's yeah. great. It There's something live. in the air, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we've only met once before, which was Comic-Con. Um, and I feel like this we're at the, the other end of
4: comic-con <laughs> the
3: other right because i don't even know how to describe where we are for context for the listeners we're in a lounge, a lounge.
4: That oh you mean where we are we're literally where lounge. we are we're like in specifically
3: like, at toronto but we're um there's a mural the,
4: the cosmic crusades <laughs> zone
3: right so we're promoting virtual reality i think
4: hashtag legend vr yeah
3: you're all well behind the VR stuff, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Big time VR.
4: Big time VR. Yeah, the
3: exception's Hashtag. all about VR. <laughs> um, congratulations on the film. Thank I you. I enjoyed it very much. Um, it's, a, it's a hell of a cast in this mm. one, first of all. You got Mr. Christopher Plummer, you got John McTeer, yourself. There's a lot of class in this, and then you have Jai Courtney, oh, who's, who's a maniac, as we know.
4: maniac.
3: <laughs> he is, kind of, in the best possible in way. In the best
4: possible way, yeah.
3: Does uh, that was this your first time uh, encountering the Jai Courtney and how would you describe his um energy on the set? I
4: think he's a total rock star um, <laughs> um he's kind of as um he's like a life force and he's he's as sort of mad and brilliant and it's just it was really fun to do this movie with him because obviously there's quite a lot of like intimate stuff and sure. and he's just He's cool. Good I, at breaking
3: the tension a Yeah,
4: bit. yeah. And I really trusted him. He's a, really, he's a gentleman as well, Jay.
3: And clear, clearly a man that um, uh, I feel like I, at the drop of a hat will take off his clothes. Oh, so, yeah.
4: Right. He was, there was no problem. That wasn't even in the script. <laughs> that was not in the script. That was a total that. shock. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, Joe pictures as I'm, come on <laughs> <Doesn't seem> right
1: <laughs>
3: but I mean in all seriousness when you like read a script like this and like you know virtually as we encounter you, you you're naked like very early on in the film are you like when you're reading the script you're like oh god here we go like do you throw it across the room like what am I getting myself into or do you trust and hope that like it's going to lead to something that is worthwhile for you
4: yeah weirdly weirdly the... Because I, I wasn't, you know, I'd not done any like nudity before or anything. And I, I got to, uh, on page seven, it's like Ann Mika takes off every item of her clothing right. and you're like, oh. And I I guess I already, weirdly, by that point, I was so kind of compelled by the story and by this girl um, where almost before she speaks, <laughs> she takes her clothes off. <laughs> and and then, like, as the story progressed and the characters unfolded and and I just sort of... I really wanted to tell this story, so the nudity became almost not even a big deal.
3: Right. Which I was
4: surprised by.
3: Were you? Yeah. And coming off of something like, I mean, is there there a factor, like when you signed on to Cinderella, for instance, like are you thinking at that time, like there is a cost to this in terms of like image or whatever and like Mm. you have to let go of that and just realize it's a long career and people are going to accept you in different roles?
4: Yeah. I guess I didn't want to rush to like be a total... Like,
3: (laughs) go to the other and Requiem for a Dream, basically. Yeah, I was like, I shouldn't
4: probably play like a stripper junkie, like, straight away because. (laughs) Just traumatize all children everywhere. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I had to get, you know. But then at the same time, I I was, when this came along, it felt like there'd been enough space and, you know, uh, and I've ruined it now with the My Burberry Black perfume thing I did, so it's the rest is downhill from here <laughs> with back, regards to being any sort of role model. I don't know about, about
3: you back home, but yeah, back in New York where I am like, you're everywhere.
4: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I turned up to Heathrow Airport. I was like, oh,
3: yeah, there Oh, yeah, that happened. (laughs) They were actually putting that out when I did that, huh? Really? (laughs) Um, So let's talk a little, we talked about Jai, let's talk about Christopher Plummer, because he he just walked through here, too, and he's like the epitome of, like, he's an icon. Total icon. And we all grew up with him, whatever age we are. Yeah. And seems like the classiest, coolest man on the planet. Yeah. What's the air of Christopher Plummer that he brings on set, and what was that like?
4: he's really funny and charming and he's got incredible stories he did this like amazing story and impression of marlon brando and i was just like (laughs) captivated i mean he knew all these people like knew marilyn monroe i mean it's it's like it's insane he's our link to yeah the past yeah Yeah. and he's like you know we were doing these night shoots and it was just a complete privilege to be there sitting in the back of a van with christopher Plummer. and he's you know not only is he like such a amazing man and whatever he's as an actor watching him was just yeah. one of the most sort of spine tingly moments i've had even when he was doing that kind of he could has these big outbursts at dinner as the kaiser and i just the whole temperature of the room went up and yeah. he does it in one take literally one take I barely saw him do more, unless David needed, like, a camera. Sure. He nailed it.
3: And we should all hope to be, like, in his ninth decade. Like, it's, he's past 80, I think, yeah. right? It's crazy.
4: And he just works nonstop.
3: stop. total so, machine. I mean, you, you grew up in an acting family, so, I mean, I, I'm guessing that you were... Into film, into theater, like what was? Give me a sense of like, okay, like the, the three films that define Lily James. Oh my Not put god, you on the spot, like but so kind like answer just, okay. that question. Okay, but just rattle off some, well, some you know, of the influences.
4: Well, weirdly, like I was really into musicals. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Not weirdly, actually. I just that's why I know why it's weird. Yeah. But I um, because I, even though I had my grandma was an actress, but you know, and my dad acted when he was younger, but I didn't. I wouldn't say I was from like an acting even though she was an amazing actress, she did her whole life. I um, I didn't sort of like live and breathe that kind of world. Like right. I didn't even really know what an agent was. I was sort of kind of quite naive to it all still. But yeah, what so what movies? I mean
3: or the ones you like knew by heart that you saw way too many times.
4: Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Classic. <laughs> um, I mean, I love all the rom-coms. I mean, Titanic was just an obsession.
3: <laughs> wait, was that a rom-com? I, that's I'm, not a I'm rom-com. I mean, hang on, wait a second. That's a sadistic young lady that's well, th- th- laughing. <view. laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, Jack, ha, Jack, we're gonna <laughs> <to> drown again. And then we're like, a, <laughs> um, um, uh, what, so I was just thinking, Kate Winslet from rom coms and then Titanic. So I Got love, it, yeah. yeah. I think the first film I saw at cinema was Billy Elliot. Um, mm. Yeah. Um,
3: does it does it take anything away now that you're like, kind of part of the the world of it? Can you still lose yourself in films? Or yeah. Are you, really?
4: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm obsessed. I mean, but I do sort of. I I still get lost in it, but I just I love watching actors and I love watching brilliant actors and I think that sometimes makes me especially with women cause I'm like ah oh, how do they do that and yeah. I think that slightly does distract me sometimes and from just
3: enjoying it as a piece right because I'm like oh my god they're so good oh wow you know so we're here at the Toronto Film Festival. I've been here for a week, and I've packed in about 20 movies. I expect you can't do that kind of thing. Usually actors are always running around. Have you seen anything? I mean, no. what's, what's the last, well, I guess you were talking about sort of, like, performances that you get caught up in. Like, can you cite the last film or performance that really, like, you kind of became obsessed with, whether it's a new film or an old film?
4: Um... God, what's the last film I. Like? I'm trying to think. I, I loved. Um, I went, sort of, when Marnie was there at the cinema, you mm-hmm. know, the um, anime film I by know the knows. guy that did, um, like, all Howl's Moving Castle and oh, all those sure, movies, sure. which were incredible. But um, I guess I did not really become obsessed with that because it's animated. <laughs> so I, You're there's to be nothing I with can animation. nothing I can do to do that. Um, <laughs> there are limits to your powers. Yeah, though. I would love I'm to sorry. do like a, a voice voiceover film though. Do um, uh, 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 You know, what I just watched on the plane, yeah. which was pretty cool. Actually, was that Love and Friendship, which oh, I was, haven't
3: seen yet. With Stillman, yeah, 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 yeah. with Stillman
4: with Kate Beckinsale. She's so good, and just because I'd just done a Pride sure. and Prejudice and.
3: And there were zombies Zombies. <laughs> I
4: mean, zombies. And there were zombies But he t- got the tone really well. It yeah. captured that wit and humor of Jane Austen. When you get that right, it's still really funny.
3: Yeah. Or, so it's really odd. You mentioned being obsessed with musicals way back. I saw Lalo Land here. I don't know if you can <gasps> hearing that. It's so amazing. Oh my, oh God. my God. Oh my like, God. I'm
4: so excited to see that part. I don't want to
3: overhype it, but it's kind of going to... Change
4: your life. I'm actually, I am obsessed with Emma Stone as well. Like I talk about like who I like watch and just um, what yeah. was the, what was the film? Cause you did with Joaquin Phoenix. The
3: um, with Emma and Joaquin where he was in the,
4: um, in the it was the Woody and no, it wasn't Woody Allen, but he plays. Yeah, it was oh, Woody yeah. Allen. R- yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. that was not that recent.
3: It yeah, yeah, like that Emma was a couple Stone. years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have, you know, you're sharing time on this podcast with Emma. I just chatted with her the other day, so you're you're, you're getting
4: closer to her uh, right getting now. Getting closer. <laughs> ah, I can feel it. <laughs> so do
3: you, do you? Like, do you make it known to, like, Team James put me up for every musical that's out there? Like, or is it that...
4: I really want to do a musical. I do. I mean, the thing is, I think I've, like, I've sort of developed, I've sort of... basically drunk too much and slightly damaged my voice <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> since I was um, in the, my more youthful teen years. Are you talking just from the liquor or from uh, caro- like karaoke sessions that I have gone too I think far, it's like or? that's what happens, isn't it? You drink and then you shout or at least that's <laughs> what happens to me. Um,
3: you need some healing time. you bounce back.
4: <laughs> I did do a great... I was filming in Atlanta um, doing this Baby Driver film yeah. which I'm so excited about and um, we did end up in... What's the, the famous strip bar where it's like you saw your mama dancing at... Um, where it's all like old strippers. Oh, I don't work. Um, okay. the, the classic. Anyone okay. that's listening that's like lives in Atlanta will know what I'm talking about. And they also on one on one evening on one side there's like some like someone like a really like amazingly great elderly woman stripping, mm-hmm. and then you look to the left and. Um, and then there was karaoke. And amazing. so we we competed. I did the Spice Girls, and there was, like, someone's <laughs> dripping. And, I, and me and the yeah, were doing, yeah, I'll that tell you what amazing. I want, what I
3: really, really want. Yeah. <laughs> Complimenting it all very well, I'm sure. <laughs> now we know how you blew up steam on the set of Baby Driver. Yeah.
4: Right? yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to talk about
3: that, too, because I remember, I think... Uh when I talked to you at Comic Con, I was—it was before you had shot it—and uh, I remember uh, informing you that Ansel was not only a fine actor but also a DJ. A DJ.
4: Hello. Have
3: you experienced the Aunt Solo now?
4: I have absolutely experienced it, <laughs> and I'm a big fan. Um, we would be doing night shoots in like really cool, sexy cars because it's there's a lot of cars in Bay right. Driver, obviously. And um, he'd be like, he has his laptop. I mean, he is amazing. Like, music is his life. Yeah. Like, he's and he'd be like mixing and like he went into the studio with Jamie Foxx, and they like. Like did this track and um yeah, it was really cool and and I'm like singing along to his tunes now. Really? I've got the real insight onto his nice. new single. So you've as gone well. from
3: one end of the spectrum to the other.
4: Yeah. I'm a big <laughs> fangirl now. <laughs> was the
3: was the I mean, you know, Edgar's the best. We all love Edgar, of course. And but the, the Edgar Wright experience, does this stand out as a unique one? Did it feel like a different kind of vibe from everything you've done?
4: Yeah, fuck. I mean I was already such a big fan and now even more so I just think he's one of a kind. Yeah. And I can't wait to see he's so young i can't wait to see what he does i know
3: i i feel like i'm already seeing like some uh, he's been showing it to other filmmakers like have you seen a cut of it yet or have you seen anything No. have
4: you seen i think they're doing screeners Uh, um yeah, I'm doing, like, my ADR next week, so I'll see some stuff for the first time. Edgar was was um, editing it in Soho, and he came and watched my play. I was doing Romeo and Juliet, right. and he was like, I would show you, but I, I can only show you other people's stuff, because he knows that if I watch my stuff, I'll be like, oh, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> so
3: he was like, you're not allowed to watch anything you're in. Um, but um, Are you doing an American accent to that? Mm-hmm. Though? Have you done that before? I'm trying to remember now. I've done
4: it in plays and stuff, but never on film. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was American, though, so that was half my family was like, but this was Southern American. But actually, like, I'm not even joking, the day before they were like, actually, can you do it general American? I was like, no.
3: You were like, wait, I've been spending months thinking <laughs> yeah, about this. Really? I've been
4: this so hard. <laughs> My southern belt. But it's kind of a, a gentle
3: southern Got it. twang. Was there, was there one line that gave you?
4: How there. What did I do? I did like. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I did have. I did as much
3: have, as I like your real accent, now I wish we'd oh, done the whole yeah. podcast in that accent.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the southern accent, actually, and um, there were some great like, local actors from Atlanta. This dude called Hal who I love um, he was playing like the chef in the diner and he was like you sound like a proper Southern Belle I was like yes
3: <laughs> the test. Yeah. so what's um I mean I would think I mean obviously you know people talk to you about Downton a lot and Cinderella Do you, does it feel like what was the bigger shift Downton you think post Downton or post Cinderella in terms of opportunities have you noticed one affecting the career and the opportunities more or, or what
4: I think I have to probably give the most sort of like key turning point to Downton just because I don't think I'd have got Cinderella if I hadn't done Downton and I think Just because you
3: weren't on the radar yet of people probably at all Yeah
4: so but both of them have been pretty kind of key in my journey and I'm it's awful when actors talk about their the journey. journey.
3: <laughs> that's, one of the, that's one of those words. The <laughs> well, I word. It. No, it's okay.
0: When
4: I went to drama school, I'd come back on the Sundays, and we'd be having, like, Sunday lunch or whatever, my brother's, and they're like, Lily, if you mention your journey one more time, I was like, just on this journey of, like, you know, discovery, self-discovery. <laughs> like, shut up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you somebody that gets kind of, like, in the weeds about the acting process? Do you like talking about it, or do you kind of roll your eyes when people start to talk about, like, process? Process. I roll like... my
4: eyes, and then I find myself at home being like, oh, God and then I just, and I, I I do it so I I actually can't I have no right to roll my eyes but I don't I do think I like have a sense of humor about it or I don't sure. take it too seriously
3: right you're not gonna become like a, a shoe cobbler for three years no. Daniel Day Lewis style
4: uh, well I mean
3: I mean if that's what it takes it would be Daniel Day Lewis right yeah
4: I mean <laughs> listen I actually am kind of into doing it like more m- more kind of fully absorbing yourself in a in a world or in an accent or in a character yeah. if it's that kind of suit if that's what's necessary to create a certain vibe of a movie like I'd love to do an improvised thing and stuff yeah. like that but I also think I, it's good to like laugh at yourself
3: Um, there's probably not going to be a lot of laughing in the next film you're shooting I think you're doing doing the Gary Oldman and Mm. Ben Mendelsohn Mm. that sounds Mm. amazing those are two of my favorites yeah I mean come on it's
4: so cool (laughs) I'm so excited I can't believe I'm going to do scenes with Gary Oldman yeah
3: I mean I grew up like obsessed with Gary Oldman I always say this story like I remember growing up like not realizing, I didn't know what his accent, real accent, was until yeah. I saw him on a talk show, and I was Isn't like, "Wait, that inc- that's Gary Oldman!" Though? Isn't that
4: incredible? When you when you see that with actors, that's getting increasingly diff- difficult, like yeah. now because there's so people want to know so much and right. social media and blah blah blah. But I always think that even with like Joaquin Phoenix, you're like, "Yes, wow, who are you, who is man?" <laughs> yeah, it's so cool.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like a, a push and a pull about that? Because I mean, you're like of a generation that is like exposing everything yeah. about themselves. On I don't think you're are you on social media? Can't even remember I am
4: on Instagram, but I think Instagram, actually yeah. I, I think I'm just missed that generation. Yeah. Um I think that like a couple of years like younger than me, it's like standard of course yeah. you're on it. Whereas for me I got it like later and have started doing it more you know yeah I don't think I, it doesn't sit like completely like naturally with me
3: right are you are you working on snapchat or are you watching
4: I don't do snapchat I just do instagram and that is more than enough <laughs> oh, it's a full-time job it right? really is <laughs> I'm like I don't know how to like make this witty and funny and like yeah. cool
3: because <laughs> usually it's not so what's um usually the podcast and we're gonna get you back at when you're in New York hopefully for a longer chat because mm-hmm. usually it's like we go 45 and we get deep no, Lily yeah, we're gonna let's go, go deep, deep next, next, time. next time so give me a <laughs> hint for next time so I get so you can help my research what are like outside of film, what's the, like, what are you into? Like, what's like the two or three things that you're obsessed with day to day?
4: Um, I'm obsessed with... Well, I was obsessed with my cat, and then I gave her away, and like I never grieved it. How bad is that? What's that about? on couch. You're on a
3: couch, luckily, but you might want to lie down. What I, is that about? I know you love the cat and you I give it away. Loved her,
4: and then and my boyfriend was like, "Wow, I can't believe you are cold. Yeah. Like you Why literally you gave her, her away." Her? I think maybe it was a coping mechanism. Right, it was had you were too
3: close. You had, needed her too <laughs> no, much.
4: I, no, I had to give her away because I was never home. I see. I was literally never home, and she was getting so angry and pissed off at me <laughs> that she would literally piss everywhere, like everywhere, like. So I had, I mean, it, that wasn't why I got rid of her. I could deal with the piss, but I was never there anyway. Well, in
3: a relationship when you're cohabitating with someone and they're pissing everywhere, it's usually, Tough. it's usually time to, you know, like, it's coming to it the up. end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: so, but she is happy and I get like updates from who okay. I gave it. So, you know, okay. um, but, okay, so other than who I yep. my old cat.
3: Um. <laughs> You're a cat lady that, that um, breaks up with cats. Yeah. Um,
4: um, so I love going to the cinema. I love going to the pub. These these aren't really interests, are no, they? These, these you no, know,
3: alcohol and movies are interests. Yeah, that's, good, that's okay,
4: right? yeah. yeah. Um, what else, what else, what
3: else? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, I need to sound more deep than this. <laughs> I, sound
4: so I actually st- said last night, which makes I, I was like... Someone's like, uh, but did you actually read War and Peace? But blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I fucking love reading. And I was like, oh my god, I fucking love reading. Fucking I mean, Love reading guys.
3: <laughs> it's like my fucking favorite thing to do. Oh my god,
4: I should read it all the time. I'm I read sorry. on Snapchat. Oh I my mean, god. Yeah, um, magazines count. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I yeah, I read a lot. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You're what I, what than do I, people what's have? A, what what's your interest? Do? No, I know. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm like a Film geek. If I had to say the things that, that like define me, it's being yeah. a born bred New Yorker. Yeah, it's being, cool. I'm uh, a Londoner. That's a sure go. thing that
4: defines me. Okay, there you go. And Except for I grew up in Surrey. Anyway,
3: carry you're Such on. a poser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you have to go. You have to make the rounds here. Um, it's good to talk to you at least a little bit more at length, and this is kind of just a, a starter. Hopefully, we'll chat more in the future. When we go
4: deep, I'll have figured out some. In- I'll, I'll gain some interest so <laughs> You'll that you're in depth time. in your
3: soul. <laughs> I'll work on it too. Oh, we got one snort. That's Do You know good. what?
4: Tuppence Middleton, he's a really cool actress, he, I'm sure you know. She does taxidermy. Oh, that so you need to get very her on here. Yeah, I think it's because she's like. I think this is the reason is that she loves her cat so much, unlike me. that when I think she wants. Anyway, let's not even. That's go almost into that. too she's interesting. I <laughs> yeah. okay, get. Okay. <laughs> next
3: time. Uh, it's good to see you, Lily. You too. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much. Good James. Lily James. Lily James. <laughs> uh, she, if she hears that, she'll never want to talk to me again. Um, <laughs> next up is one of our favorites, a returning guest to Happy Set Confused. Another star of the exception is Jai Courtney. Your
2: boy. I really love <laughs>
3: Jai. I do. And he gets a bad rap, I think, from some people. Um, he, you know, he, he's, look, he, he's the first to admit, like, the Terminator movie wasn't the biggest hit. It wasn't a great film. Um, and Suicide Squad certainly has had its detractors. I think he was great in it, and I think a lot of people think he was one of the better things in Suicide squad. I agree. Um, and he's, you'll hear in this interview, he is so candid. He is just... Um he really is a great interview. For context, so this was right after I talked to Lily, literally right after. Um, in fact, if you go on my Instagram and you want to look at the Happy Second fused photos I did with Lily, they are taken by Jai Courtney. <laughs> oh, my God. I gave him photo credit. Um, as you always do. You're oh, good about that. I'm, I'm, I try to be. And he actually um, lay down on the couch next to me. So I'm sitting, uh, basically being his therapist as he lies down on the couch and um, talks about this new film, uh, the debut of his penis on screen, which of Appears in, oh. in the exception. Although he says, well, you hear in the, in the podcast, but he, he does say that his penis has appeared on screen before, but he does not acknowledge where. Apparently, it's it's a secret.
2: Well, then that doesn't seem I, legit. To I me. don't.
3: Well, do your research. I'm not. Prepared. I I'm will. Not, I'm not prepared <laughs> I to go on there. I'm the J.
2: Courtney <laughs> penis. penis <laughs>
3: watch 2016. Yeah. Um, and there's also, like, uh, frankly, a, a really cool conversation about Suicide Squad and, and the divisiveness that that caused, and and uh, his take on the critics, and even talks a little bit about his Divergent friends and, and how they're all doing, considering that franchise may be going to TV, which uh, is a little bit of an odd transition for that. But, um, I love this guy and i hope you guys enjoy this conversation with jai courtney jai
5: courtney jai courtney
3: that was good thank you (laughs) hey jai hey man jai's joining me he's literally reclined on the couch it's been a long day uh not really (laughs) i just have that effect on you (laughs) yeah you want to curl up with you you just yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly
5: Come and cuddle me anytime. How you been, my friend? Yeah, uh, pretty good, man. How you You're been? Okay? Good. When did I see you last? Uh, for suicide. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. When, where? We were near New no, They didn't fucking let me speak to you. I know, that. I know. What was up with that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. We was, needed a break. That was rough. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's actually, you know what? You're right. And now, doesn't it feel sweeter now? Yeah, it does feel
3: sweet. <laughs> feels real good. <laughs> okay, go, just calm down. Don't freak out the podcast listeners. Okay, all right. um, are we live? No. Sure. Yeah, okay, let's cool. say we're live. All right, cool, we're live. <laughs> um, does it feel a little better not having the, the, like the uh, whole studio resting on your shoulders for the film you're promoting right now? The stakes were so damn big last time.
5: Now, it, this is... The stakes are big, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know, man. It's always like, don't let that shit really worry me too much. I mean, if the film sucks and you've got it and it's like a huge situation I guess that's kind of uncomfortable but um yeah you know that hasn't been the case for a minute so Mm -hmm. it's all good yeah Yeah, but Uh, it is nice it's nice it's nice shaking it up a little yeah um yeah well this one uh I enjoyed very much. It's
3: got a, a hell of a cast uh, and you.
2: Thanks.
3: <laughs> he's, he's, he's threatening to hurt me now, I can tell. Um, no, but it's 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 a it's a good piece of work. In, in a weird way, I've been at Toronto all week. It's almost like a palate cleanser to mm-hmm. get like a, it's weird to say, but like a Nazi thriller is a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn straight. It <laughs> kind of was.
5: Yeah, you know you're fucked up when you're, <laughs> not, when you're Nazi
3: thrillers are the palate cleansers. That's but it. But it. it's you. It's, uh, I mean, he's got a hell of a cast. I mean, Christopher Plummer. Come on. Come on, Christopher man. Christopher Plummer's the man. And he, he just walked through here and he's still he's like the epitome prick. of...
5: Is he really? Yeah, he's just a boss, you know?
3: And he's like over 80. How is that possible? Yeah,
5: he's killing it. It was like acting lessons every day watching what? him work. He he operates with such economy and, uh, you know, he's just like got it down, man. Yeah, You'd want to hope so after, you know, right. I think he's got <laughs> still about figuring things 200 out. credits on his <laughs> CV. What if he it's just like, turns he, to you? He'll,
3: he'll get there. What if he turns to you and he's just like, what, what should I do? I'll what do I like,
0: do, <laughs> <laughs> the clues are in the script
3: <laughs> oh dear so where were you at when this one came around were you in the middle of i was in on six squad. different franchises i was on
5: squad actually mm-hmm. it was actually funny because i was about 250 pounds of uh you know fucking olympic lifting for fucking boomerang <laughs> and i get this role and i'm like great and they're like yeah you're shipping off to brussels in two months and uh it's lucky I had that bloody coat on for Suicide Squad because I didn't tell anyone that I had to, like, stop eating and, like, just walk on a fucking treadmill constantly <laughs> to try and get down. I'm like, dude, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. That was kind of, it was interesting because, you know, like, those those uniforms, like, that Wehrmacht, like, action, you got, like, those boys looked slick. Right. But 1940, like, no one had enough to eat. Right. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter what, you know, where you were. And it was... Uh, yeah. So making There's that no transi- like back transition, in, yeah. you know, I got lucky. Like I got literally a few days, um, <laughs> by the end, but it would, it would ran back to back. Yeah. Um, which was kind of crazy to step off that suicide squad set. And, and all of a sudden I'm, you know, trotting on like knee high leather boots. Right. And, uh, yeah, but was, you, but you're such wild. a, you're such a, a sweet, charming Nazi as, as far as Nazis go. I Listen, feel like- not all Germans are Nazis. I've, I've worn that. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was actually one of the alternative titles for the film that we workshopped. Uh, w- was, was what? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I taking you seriously? What? <laughs> you said it with a straight face. I don't know.
5: Yeah. We used to launch into a show tune called that.
3: Is there There's a musical version of this yeah. on the cutting not room? Not
5: all Germans are Nazis. <laughs> no, not all Germans are bad. <laughs> Might make a nice DVD extra. Yeah, I know. We'll see what happens.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is, is there something bizarre about putting on
5: that uniform every day? Yeah, it's that? pretty wild, man. It is it is one of those things. I mean, look, look. the difference is, and I'll make this distinction, is that, you know, Brandt, my character, he's in the Wehrmacht, which is the German army. Um, he's not SS. So, you know, whilst he's he's wearing the swastika and the Iron Cross and everything, it's, it's important to note that he, uh, you know, he isn't yet you know in a place where he um has anything to sort of do or support that sort of ideology right and i guess that's a part of you know, a major part of his struggle in this film is kind of coming to terms with that and figuring out where his loyalty lies um but uh but it's definitely still um quite scary to kind of put that on yeah it's a
3: mindfuck look in the mirror I mean, every day it's a total mind fuck, yeah
5: <laughs> and it's but it's but it's fucking cool man you know in a yeah. weird way as well and i don't mean that you know um, with any sort of uh, lack of respect no yeah but it's just like it's yeah it's 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 rowdy and it's it's iconic the power exactly the
3: power of that image exactly. does not go any less as the years go by anything right. maybe more yeah um, congratulations on the uh, debut I, I believe of your penis on screen uh, yeah oh, yes. I think
5: it is right congrats man actually it's not oh wait but uh, <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell people where they can oh there's an easter egg out there <laughs>
0: Is that's that what you call it? One. Is that what
5: you call it? I guess you do now. Is that, yeah, that's... Uh, I've always called my penis an history.
3: <laughs> Isn't divergent? What, is there a kid's movie out there that has uh, Jai's penis? Okay, I'll go back to the oeuvre and, and look extensively for your dick. There's... There okay? might, yeah, right on. Um, my feeling is... My guess is yeah. that you're you'd almost rather just be nude lying on the couch here than <laughs> clothes. I'm getting quite
5: a reputation. Yeah. You know. Justifiably um, so I think. Yeah, fuck look, I don't know. I mean look, I'm I'm pretty comfortable, you know. Um Starkers <laughs> if you will. I mean it's you know, I don't want to offend anyone. Right. But um
3: Lily said you were almost disturbingly comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I might have put the
5: words in her mouth, but I right. <laughs> Oh, fuck look man look you got to build a system of trust and just go with it. Okay. Sometimes it's far look I'll put it this way right the the alternative right and and maybe our the our viewers at home might not understand this uh exactly but you know if you're not naked and appearing naked chances are you are strapped or glued into right. an apparatus that a prevents you from urinating for the next 6 hours while you shoot the scene. Right. Um, and B is going to give you, you know, a wax job on its way off. Um, you know, so, uh, look, I think obviously it's, it's not, you know, you can't just, um, you can't put the jewels on screen right. all the time. And I actually, I actually didn't know that they were going to be in shot, but, uh, but look, like, man, you suffer for your art, but, um. <laughs> But sometimes, it, look, it just makes sense to kind of get real and get in the moment. Sure. And uh, I think if you trust each other and, and everyone's kind of cool and things are treated with respect and sensitivity, then, um, you know, that's okay. There's a time yeah. and a place. Um post-mortem on
3: Suicide Squad so what's 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 your what's your sense were you surprised by the the reaction how divisive it was I feel like um why I mean I I truly did enjoy the film I sure I had quibbles with it but certainly like I had major quibbles with the Batman versus Superman I'll put right. it that way I did not have that right. with with Suicide Squad mm-hmm. um but it felt like the fanboys in particular really came after it did that
5: surprise you did guys? they? I don't fucking see I'm so like out of touch sometimes yeah if I if if things get a bit noisy, I like I stop listening. Yeah, you know that's probably healthy. It's probably I not I mean, what was the? I mean, look, it's performed incredibly well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we all know that a film doesn't have to be great in order to do that. Uh, I really enjoyed Suicide Squad. I think you, you ask for it in that realm, no matter what. I mean, what? I mean, is there is there an example of one that the, like that the fanboys haven't come after? I mean, isn't like what right. is it? You tell me, and I'm, I'm sure the answer is yes. Yeah,
3: I mean, look, there's obviously the, I mean, to the extreme, there's the Chris Nolan films, which everybody Chris went Nolan insane films, for. Fucking amazing. Yeah,
5: right. They're great. Chris Nolan films. That's cool. That's a different. There piece.
3: seems to be like a trust. I think. Right. I think the, one of the problems maybe is beyond a particular film, which is like that DC is still
5: figuring out what the vibe is. Well, and every- DC is still the bad guy too. You know, right? And like Marvel have this incredible formula that seems to work. Um, you know I think some elements of those movies not that I see a lot of them but I think some are done really really well and handled and they're very entertaining and and they've done a wonderful you know they've had the sort of the time to let that shit marinate to a point where everything's established now you know we don't have to figure out who anyone is and it's like cool get them all together and it's like cool let's have a fucking orgy and make a billion dollars and that's that's great man. like I think it's awesome and I think you know it's listen if I was playing Thor for the ninth time, you know, I, I'd be stoked as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as I'm sure Chris is, but yes. listen, it's like, I don't know, how do you please everyone? And I don't think Suicide Squad ever intended to. So, yes. whilst it's like, no one's setting out to like, upset the, the fan base, um, certainly not a fan base that can be as loyal as, as this kind of crowd can, but, um, I don't know how you push the envelope or try and protect something. Or Without taking risks and you well, have yeah. to. Yeah, I, I mean. mean, that's it, man. And it's like, if you're not going to make a movie R-rated, right? And you want everyone to come and see it, essentially. Well, then, how? Like, if everyone's going to come see it, chances are a whole bunch of people aren't going to love it. Because, yeah. I mean, I know what I like in a movie. And it's not the same thing as my 12-year-old niece. Sure. You know, but... What, we if, want, it, what if it were, we, though? Well, great that maybe be? sometimes it is. <laughs> you know, but it's like... Uh, you know, I think it's 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 a challenge, man. Yeah. And I think David did an incredible job, and I sure as hell hope we get to make another one with him and, and all the crew, and we'll see what happens, dude. I mean, listen, I've had I've had um. I've had far more embarrassing kind of um, you know, 10 uh, performances. So right. it's all good. There, there, there's word on the street that rumors
3: that maybe Boomerang will show up in the Flash movie. Is that the rumor? There's a rumor going around. Cause I like that of- rumor. You like it? I like that a lot. Anything to it? Have you heard anything? Would Where's you know that at? That? They're, not, they're not... Well, they got a director, right? And they got, they're got they casting up. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the timeline is. Hopefully
5: they'd let you know soon. I keep everyone in the dark, mate. We're all, we're all mushrooms <laughs> over there at the DC house. You know what I mean? Do you feel... Uh, keep us in the dark and feed us shit. <laughs> do, you, do you feel for your old Divergent buddies? Have you you've followed that?
3: How now they're like... Oh, uh, what are they doing?
5: A TV series? They want to now? do a TV
3: series. Of course, Shailene doesn't want to do it. Why fucking, would she?
5: I, I mean. don't fucking feel for them. They're fucking, mate. They've all made so much money off that shit. What, have I got to, what am I going to cry over there? Give me a break. No, you know what? It's good. At, and it's, I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing Shay in, um, you know, in the. Uh, Snowden. this Snowden. Yeah, one. it's good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. That'll be cool. I did feel. I must admit this. The, when I came back for the second movie in that, I was filming Terminator at the time and like having a blast shaking it up and came over and it was kind of like asking around like what they'd been up to and it was like poor shay was like well we like made the movie you know for half the year and then pretty much since then like i got some sleep and then i've been promoting the movie and now we're filming the next one yeah and that scene i mean that was two years ago now that i saw her it's like she hasn't stopped doing that since yeah you know her and theo i'm sure just uh, they're probably knackered and who knows? I mean, maybe they're stoked at the thought of like shaking up the medium and, and trying to. You know, it sucks if something doesn't perform too well, but mate, I don't know how anyone ensures that something will these days. Yeah, I mean, even the biggest properties,
3: honest, you can't. It's well, it's that's just, it. 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 You can't. Matter. How can you? Yeah. Um, on to the next one. Thanks for sitting on the, not sitting on the couch, lying on the couch well, I'm with not going me. not anyway, dude. <laughs> they're telling me you are. This maybe is, I am. Maybe they're pulling me away. Just really. I don't know. Are we done? He says we're done. The guy behind you. All right. We're done for now. All right. Go fuck yourself. What? I'll speak to you next time. (laughs) See you, buddy. See you, mate. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks for listening to this week's Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes for all my shenanigans. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Joshua Horowitz. And we'll see you guys next week.
4: This episode of Happy, Sad, Confused was produced by Michael Catano, Mukta Mohan, and Kasha Mihailovic for the MTV Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at MTV Podcasts. Subscribe to Happy, Sad, Confused and other MTV shows on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: One night, one goal. Stop suicide. See the landmarks of Washington, D.C. by moonlight, form lasting friendships, experience healing, and bring hope to those affected by suicide. Join us. Be a part of something extraordinary. June 3rd in Washington, D.C. Register today at TheOvernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's TheOvernight.org or 888-843-6837.